0: And bucks. Chris put the stoppage, threw it under the boot. Had
1: good direction about it. He wobbled at home. Collingwood have got the first two. Oh, well, they started well, and our next guest was pivotal to that. Uh, he's been a well one of the most consistent AFL performers for the best part of eight or nine years, and he joins us through to the grand final. Collingwood star Jack Crisp. Jack, thanks so much for your time. How are you feeling a couple of days after you cemented another appearance in a grand final?
0: Uh, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, pretty good. I think um, uh, it was good to have a, like the game on Friday so you could kind of watch the game on Saturday and just kind of let it all sink in over the weekend. Um, but now, yeah, we'll be going back into the club today to start the process for the week and, um, yeah, plan playing the week ahead with training.
1: Did you get together and watch it, or you just left to your own devices? And, and how are you feeling when the Blues piled on the first five?
0: Uh, no, just left to our own devices. Um, but, yeah, it was an interesting start. Like, I was out watching uh, my brother-in-law play his grand final, and then um, there was a couple of blokes that uh, just, like, the game had just finished, and a couple of blokes watching the game on their phone, and then, um, they're <laughs> obviously, big Carlton fans, they were going off already. So, it was, it was quite interesting, but, yeah, it was a good start for them.
2: You've, uh, well done, Crispy, on, on making another grand final and being a part of um, our successful campaign. What have you, what will you take from your experiences in 2018 into into this week?
0: Um, I think, like, just probably enjoy it a fair bit more. Like, um, you know, you, you know how hard they are to come by. Um, and then I was talking to Brody Mycheck the other day and we kind of can't really remember <laughs> like the week and the build up of it all. It was kind of just over pretty quick when the, with a big rush. Um, so, yeah, we'll definitely be soaking in a fair bit more this week, this week I reckon, um, making sure we uh, enjoy it all, do it all with a smile on our face. Obviously, get the most out of ourselves of training um, to yeah, best prepare for game day, but, um, yeah, I think the enjoyment of the week will be uh, number one.
2: I remember us enjoying it right up until the, <laughs> right up until the end. <laughs> um, what about you, your own season? You probably... You, you probably weren't didn't have as big a role you know early in the season but as the season has worn on your your work rate um you're breaking the lines and and probably found your niche again a little better like how do you feel like when you reflect on your season to date how that's how that's gone
0: yeah to be honest you probably hit the nail on the head a little bit um like early on i was getting flipped around into many different roles and probably not not playing as big a part in the midfield as I had the previous couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, but given that we had so many midfielders in the team, so everyone was taking their time out in different spots at different times, uh, but that's just the way it works. But, yeah, the last 10 to 12 weeks or since the bye round, I've been feeling feeling like I'm running on top of the ground. Uh, I feel like my body's really looking after itself. Um, I'm feeling super fit and strong. So that obviously helps uh, when you're feeling that confidence in your body to go out there and perform on game day. Um yeah, and then obviously just being a bit, bit cleaner around the football as well helps you drive through those tackles and plays to my strengths.
2: Well, significant shift in the second half, or between first and second half uh, on Friday night. You you know, midfield forward first half and then midfield back when, when you decided to pull the trigger on a bit faster offence. But yourself and Nick Dacos um, played a really important role in that.
0: Yeah, no, it was good. We spoke a fair bit about um, just keep the ball moving forward. Um, like in the first quarter we had pressure and we'd get the ball going forward and the second quarter when the Giants were coming we probably handballed back a little bit more or, or invited their pressure a little bit um, and then took it away from our game and we became really slow and kind of down the line um, so we, we wanted to get a lot of start up uh, a bit of live play um, kind of keep the ball in a bit of chaos because uh, that works well into our game plan and our strengths. so yeah I feel like that, um yeah, that's where I can play my best football. Nick's the same or with the hard running um, forward and create creativity kind of things. So, um, yeah, it worked out well.
1: Lucky can, we got the job done. Can you just elaborate a little bit more on that for us? So you, you've, you've used a lot of words there that perhaps the average footy fan may not understand. You, you wanted to just keep the bo- ball moving forward. You wanted a bit more chaos. So give us a live example of that. You've marked the ball on the wing. Is that just to turn and go? Is it to, to go blindly? Is it to, to run and receive with handball? Can you elaborate a little bit?
0: Yeah, well, we don't want to just turn and go without having to look forward first. So we always speak about actually facing the game, obviously seeing what's ahead of you and then play the game off that. So whether it's you want to take the one-on-one contest with the forward and defender or you've got an overlap runner um, or you 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 want to take the game on by yourself by driving off the mark Mm. um, and then creating something. Because the way we play, um, like when you get the ball going forward, obviously defenders are trying to catch up, mids are trying to catch up. Your forwards are either lengthening or... Um, getting down the line for you. So there'll be there'll be options that will pop up. It's um, just whether or not you want to take the ones that are right in front of you or not.
1: Mm. Uh, we're sitting there and the game's in the balance and a player who's had 13 clearances can't get back onto the ground, Jack. Now, I understand there was no scoring in about the last six and a half minutes, which makes it problematic. What do you think you could have done better, either for Jordan or as a team, to get him back onto the ground? Oh... Or you, think, or you can't well, do anything. back
0: on the ground, yeah, I don't think we couldn't really do anything unless mm. it was a goal. Yeah. Um, because the, the kind of play that it was in, it was over the far side as well. Um, but then it's just that stoppage play. We, we train those scenarios um, a number of times over the last couple of years. So to be able to get the job done without the bloke that probably starred for the team on the night is, is really credit to everyone else playing their role. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just unfortunately couldn't get back on.
1: I work a little bit with Matty Lloyd, and he's been big all year on on what you do in close games from those stoppage scenarios. And it's it's like you keep the ball in motion, but you don't want it to get on the outside. Is that accurate? You want to keep the ball in tight and have those repeat stoppages. And you just said you've worked on that a number of times for the last two years.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, it's just kind of killing the clock a little bit. Um, yeah, we know. Like obviously, the other team's going to be. Throwing all they can at us. Um, so it's just about, obviously, a lot of communication around stoppages to get the set up by the midfielders and the forwards and backs because they'll probably bring lots of numbers up or try to rush through. So if we're quick to set up, uh, get on a man, obviously limit limit the movement through and then just kind of keep the ball yeah, in tight, not not cough it up real easy where they can turn over and obviously come kick a score. Um, but then, you know, so we can kill the clock. And then when we do get a stoppage, we want some wide exits. Because if we do go for, we're probably going to be one v three or two v three, because we would have rolled some numbers back as well to kill the game. Yeah,
2: the Jamie Elliott kick was pretty smart, mate. I'm sure that'll come up in review at some stage. How do you uh, how do you feel coming up against your first your first team? There's a certain irony uh, with the the matchup this weekend.
0: Yeah, uh, of course, as against Brisbane. That's what I said to Mickey. So <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't have it any other way, would you?
2: <laughs> no, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. What what have you noticed about them and um, and the and their um, their campaign, they've they've had a pretty good record against you boys in in recent times.
0: Yeah, they have, um, and they're a pretty you know well rounded team all over the ground. So it's going to be obviously a great challenge. Hopefully, a great game for all the supporters as well to watch. Um, but yeah, we can't wait to get stuck in. Like they've got a great engine room, um, lots of different strengths there. You know, they're tall up forward, tall down back, but they've also got the lively smalls on ground level that mm. can lock down um, and then kick kick a lot of snags. So. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. Uh, it's going to be, yeah, who wants it most and who can stick to their team game plan the most and execute that. So, can't wait to see how it all plays out and some beautiful sunshine. I think it's going to be like 27 degrees <laughs> or something. So, it's going to be awesome.
2: I'm sure you'll love it, mate. It's a it's a, it's a busy and exciting time for you. Not just the grand final, but a uh, another little one on the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, mate. Mickey's a bit stressed about the timing of it, but it'll all work. How far out. gone? It'll
2: 38 work. weeks now?
0: Yeah, 38 weeks today. But got got the
2: green light Got the green light apparently (laughs) Is that right?
0: Yeah Yeah it was actually her idea didn't even have to ask If we made it A few months ago So she's all on board The the streak And wants me to play on a granny And yeah
2: (laughs) I think it'd be a little bit different If it was the first Than the third
1: Ah uh, yeah, hundred percent it will be. It would, yeah, <laughs> a lot different. <laughs> oh, well, well, good luck on on both fronts. What an exciting time for you. Um, your you, your team's been a joy to watch uh, this year. Just before we let you go, uh, how will you watch and and cheer on your teammate Nick ahead of uh, tonight's Brownlow?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll be good. I'll be home on the couch, um, making sure Mickey doesn't go into labour. Um, if she needs, I'll be there. <laughs> but, yeah I'll, yeah, I'll be watching from the comfort of my home, which will be nice. And, uh, yeah, we'll see the boys today at the club. and wish them all the best.
1: Well, mate, you've been a big contributor um, to our network. You, you always put your hand up to have a chat to us, which I know the Collingwood fans appreciate, as do we. So we wish you well um, this weekend and, and good luck.
0: Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Have Jack just on,
1: there. Jack. Thanks to air powered. Your defense against downtime air powered will keep you running on compressed air.